Mama. Mamon. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mine, reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 25. Whole. She's a graphic designer, and really she taught me very young that the world is a construct, and that construct is mutable and entirely at the mercy of the whims of humans and their ideas about how we should think about things. And so I've always sort of existed in the world with this awareness that everything about society is only this way because we've arbitrarily decided it should be this way. And I always feel like that perspective has been really interesting and fun because it allows you to see the absurdity sometimes in relying upon certainties of, for example, taking for granted that the word tree means tree, even though we've sort of arbitrarily assigned this collection of consonants and vowels to mean a growing thing outside. But that growing thing outside isn't really a tree in the same way that a table isn't really a table, we just call it that. And that sort of thinking, I think, has lent this sort of delightful air of absurdity and fun to my life that I would not have had otherwise. I was always a bit of a overachiever and a bit of a workaholic as well, and I remember at one point she said, Izzy, you don't have to be the perfect student if you don't want to be. I don't care what grades you get. And I remember saying, I don't put pressure on myself because of you guys. I put pressure on myself because of me. I want to succeed. I don't really care what you guys (laughs) want from me. I want to be, you know, the best. I was kind of, you know, intense overachiever mode at that point. And basically, I kind of felt like she was telling me to chill out a bit. And yeah, it felt very kind of the reverse of what you might think that sort of conversation would be. Our family was dealing with um, some difficultness with my younger brother and his mental health and it put a lot of strain on myself and my parents and at one point while I was uh, visiting for some kind of break during college I ended up leaving to stay with a friend because I couldn't be in the same house with my brother anymore and I ended up having a fight with my mother because I felt crushed by the expectations of maturity that were placed on me. I felt sort of that I was unjustly being expected to be more accommodating towards my brother and his behavior despite how Uh, volatile and personally threatened I felt in his presence and I think 
it wasn't really about anything and it was more just about how frustrating and sad our situation was. There's not really anything in my personal life that I wouldn't talk to her about. I remember I came out to her when I was in fifth grade, I think. I was quite young and that sort of, I think, established the tone of our relationship, which is just one that I felt like I could tell her pretty much anything. I found out that she used to throw like these massive parties at her house whenever her parents were away, and it was just such a quintessential teenager thing to do that it really made me imagine my teenage disgruntled mother instead of the woman that I know today. Also, the same thing happened, oddly enough. I get the same image whenever my mom tells me about her fashion choices as a younger woman. She told me about this period of her life where she only wore like jazz shoes. Uh, <laughs> she liked the way that they looked. And something about that, it really just conjured a personality in my head and a specific image of a person that I didn't have before. In the first years of my life, I had a compromised immune system and to be honest, my father's sort of useless when it comes to medical advice and stuff like that and my mother was always there to help me find alternatives to sort of mainstream treatments when those failed me and find a way to be my own person and to function and live in this world without being sick all the time. My father's policy in general with non-life-threatening ailments is to ignore it until it goes away. So that was sort of our policy with my poison oak for the first time that I got it. And it quickly became apparent that my allergy to poison oak is a lot more severe than his and it was spreading, it wasn't going away. It just seemed to be getting worse and worse and my mother picked me up from school and found that my arm had swollen about twice its original size because of the poison oak seemingly and so she rushed me to the hospital and they found out that I'd become infected with staph infection and that they would have to give me antibiotics right away and I think about that a lot because I feel like without my mother, I might have lost my arm. And so I am also well and whole and all of that because of my mother. Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. 
just visit ourmothersourselves.com. That's ourmothersourselves.com and click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mind possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mind is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal. Con las manos.